Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to County by County versus the Trans Death Cult. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Thursday, April 20th in the year 2023. Patriots, just so I say it up front, we are not going to have Fishers of Men tonight live Podbean is doing an update that will begin around 8 p.m. Pacific time, and that will carry on till 4 a.m. in the morning. So there will be a Fishers up. I'll do it, but it won't be available to you probably until the morning. But no Fishers live after Bards FM tonight, just so you know. In other great and amazing news, the death cult is continuing to spiral into the abyss of hell, which, hmm, that doesn't sound like such a bad opportunity. And we're starting to get to a, a critical mass with our economy and with the resetting of our lifestyles here in America. I'm going to talk all about that here in this little bit of time we have together. But before we begin that, we're going to talk about something really important. It's what to do with your firearm. You don't want to have it sitting in the house doing nothing. You want to have that fantastic ability to practice your firearm safety, even if you can't get to the range. And range time is expensive and time is valuable these days. So that's why we have iTarget Pro, because you can sit around in the comfort of your home, you can safely train with your firearm, and you can imagine all of the lizard heads in the world that you want to shoot. You can even pick up, put lizard head pictures on if you want, and you can practice, and you can practice over and over and get excellent at your targeting and your precision. You know, that's why we have things like iTarget Pro. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Pew, pew, that's what you need. You need lots of those. Get ready and practice. You never know what's going to happen. Patriots, I'm sorry this announces to you. This is some very heartbreaking news today. The liberal left's BuzzFeed, yeah, that liberal rag, guess what? They're shutting operations down. Oh, so miserable. Yep, BuzzFeed's boss, Peretti, just sent out a note to staff announcing the shuttering of BuzzFeed News is part of layoffs, that where 15% of staffers are being cut across the company. Peretti says, for BuzzFeed News, we have begun discussions with the News Guild about these actions. In other words, yep, 
These are difficult times for liberal news. And we just shed a tear for all of them. Oh, my goodness. And in the other craziness, as you can expect with the pressure of Congress, now TikTok is going to censor the, any content that challenges the global warming dogma. That's right. Another manifestation of the censorship industrial complex is being entrenched as TikTok announced it would begin directly censoring videos that dispute the man-made climate change. The changes, which will go into effect on April 21st to mark Earth Day. Oh, that's wonderful. Will crack down on misinformation, information harmful to the powerful interests about climate change and elevate authoritative information. In other words, information amplified by powerful interests invested in pushing the man-made climate hoax. There you go. Just like that. And I can tell you why it happened. And I'm not going to blame TikTok. They're, they're having to sacrifice something because these retards that are up here in D.C., including every congressman that sat in that hearing and voted for the ban on TikTok, ultimately decided that the one piece of agenda that they could hang on to to continue the brainwashing nightmare of the U.S. public and to continue to manifest retardation within the U.S. public was climate change. Because the clot shot isn't working, partly because people are dying, there is that little side effect, which brings home the reality of the clot shot. And there are other narratives of like bovine farts. That's not working too well. Their, their ability to encourage people to eat worms and meal mealworms and crickets, that's not selling well. EV sales are plummeting. They only can encourage about 12.5% of the public that's even interested in buying the radio garbage or the battery garbage that they sell. Yeah. It's like that. So they've got to have something. And the trans agenda is kind of backfiring because these pedophile perverts out here are not settling well with the U.S. public. It's all kind of falling apart on them. But they're not done. They wouldn't want to give up that easy. So they're going to ban TikTok on climate change. But don't worry, patriots, because the Pentagon has already informed us, and here it comes they're ready now for a two-front war. That's right. Russia and China at the same time. Here you go. Us just announced they're getting ready for war with China and Russia simultaneously because we can't just do one without the other, right? See, this is what happens when people start to lose power. They get very dangerous, and the U.S. is quickly losing power. This week, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced their new 2024 military budget, which aims directly at China. And get this. This is unbelievable. It includes a 40% increase in spending to attack China. Yeah, just to attack China. 40% increase. Your taxpayer dollars. Good at work. So we want to radiate the entire land of China. Yeah, good. They seem to forget that China still supplies a large percentage of our chips. We haven't become chip self-sufficient yet. And that was thanks to our companies that went over there. Now, reports have it, and if it's true, this is good news on a lot of levels, that Raytheon and Lockheed have now been banned from doing any sort of trade with China in their industrial military complex stuff. That would not break my heart. I'm really at a point right now where it's just like, bring this all down, bring it all down. But we know that the real center of gravity here is the banking industry. All of these things we're dealing with are designed to divide and scar a nation as they know the real truth behind all of this is going to be two major ones. And it's not UFOs and it's not flat earth, just to disp <laughs> just in case everyone's out there with their fingers on the edge of the desk going, is he going to say it? 
Is he finally going to say flat earth? No, I said it, but not in the context you want. Sorry. Didn't appease you on that one, but I bet you were excited. Or some of you were anyway, because I get the emails all the time. When, Scott, I'm praying for you. When, Bards, are you going to come to flat earth? The answer would be never. So don't you can keep praying for me, though. I appreciate it. I love the prayers. Just not about flat, fat earth, fat earth, flat earth, whatever. All right, so here's the deal. And here is the deal. We've got a problem with the banking industry. So I decided as we start talking about the banking industry, which is the the coming war, I found this great little piece from South Park that I think sums up the banking industry as good as anybody can do. Leave it to South Park. Do I really have to do this, Dad? Stan, now more than ever, you need to understand the importance of saving money. But Grandma said I could use this money to buy whatever I want. Okay, next, please. Go on, Stanley. I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. Uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. What do you mean? I, I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. Well, well, what can I do to get back I'm my- I'm sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. I just opened an account. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. Hey! Hello, Mrs. Farnickel. How are you today? Making a deposit, are we? Great. We can just put that into your retirement account and make it go to work for you, and it's gone. What? Sorry, yeah, that's gone. Please step aside for people who actually have money with the bank. Next, please. Dad! Hey, I'm trying to teach my son the importance of savings. You already lost his money? Oh, Mr. Marsh, d don't worry. We can just transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son, and it's gone! This line is for people who have money with the bank only. Please step aside. <laughs> now, if you have any confidence in the bank, please listen to this over and over and over, because that's exactly what we're dealing with. You're dealing with a criminal class of people that are in the process right now of trying to hang on desperately to their pedophile cult. And to do that, they have to groom your kids and teach them not about how money actually works, but about how money doesn't work to convince them to put their money in the bank so that they can have they can rape and pillage their savings at will. And in the meantime, then you have people running around, like I told you, and now that Apple teams with J.P. Morgan, please, there can be nothing wrong with that picture. They're saying, guess what? Guess what? Now I can move all my money into Apple. Never mind the fact that Apple sales were way low last quarter. And that means stock prices are starting to decline. But what better way to boost your stock prices than to encourage people to put your money into Apple Pay? Backed by J.P. Morgan, another fine institution of American bank system. I, I'm sorry, I meant to say American rape system, but it's all there. So if you just move your money over to J.P. Morgan and Apple, Apple's got the brand. Like I said the other night, just like that poof, God's children became enslaved with the mark of the beast, and all it took was another Apple. And there we go. So, Patriots, the whole game right now is to try to prop up this inflated fiat system that's about ready to implode. And all these things that they're doing is they're setting up the war and the battle lines that are coming. Now, this is the picture we have going ahead. And we have to start really in this, which it gets tiring hearing it, but it's important to appreciate it, is to literally 
what we're dealing with here with this LGBTQ agenda. These are some students at the university that are in the teaching program. I want you to hear this. How do you feel about LGBTQ pushing their agenda on the youth? There is no agenda. You're, you are speaking to the LGBT. I feel as though that's great. I feel as though, I feel as though every child should be gay. Yeah, I think every single child I'm actually on gay and I'm studying to be a teacher right now and I'm going to make every child in my class gay. Yeah, they think that's funny. See, this is the arrogance that has come about with this entire generation that thinks it's okay to speak of their sexuality and convert everybody else because they know if they don't, their cult does not continue. But it's deeper than that. And this is why it's important to understand. The financial system is at the core of all of, all of this. It is imploding on a global level. The Western financial system is now past the point of no return, long past it. In fact, what's keeping it up right now is extended amounts of debt that countries can't dump fast enough and still a measure of economic and military power that keeps the hegemony of the dollar in place. But it's rapidly changing. And as this starts to degrade and it is falling, the dollar is in crisis. And that needs to be understood. The dollar is in crisis. Peter Schiff wrote an article uh, today, in fact, a death blow is coming for the dollar and people will run to gold. He goes on, there has been a lot of talk lately about de-dollarization. Just in one example, the BRICS nations recently announced that they are developing a new currency. Peter Schiff recently appeared on Commodity Culture with Jesse Day to talk about the, tra the trajectory of the dollar. He said that the death of blow for the dollar is coming, and when it does, people will run to gold. There has been plenty of speculation about de-dollarization recently, but it is, it is a real threat. Or is it just hyperbole, he asks. Peter said, none of it is hyperbole. Hyperbole, all of it will come to pass. The only thing that's surprising about the dollar's reserve status is, it is, still, is that, that it still has it. Despite everything we've done, we still have it. That's a true statement. And the reason that's probably happening is because of the amount of debt that is still out there and still the accepted trans transaction medium, which is the dollar. But the Saudis have pivoted off the dollar. The Chinese have pivoted off the dollar. The BRICS nations have pivoted off the dollar. And there's countries lining up, and they're ready to jump. And this is going to be a delayed effect when it hits here. But what they're most concerned about, this is another reason you're seeing all these new gun laws coming out, right? They know what's, what's coming. And on one end, it's pedophilia because they're all part of that. But the first thing that's going to hit people, more than even the kids, is going to be their financials. When people realize that their 401ks, their IRAs, their retirement pensions, all of them have been pillaged and there's nothing left, boy, you want to see some people go ballistic and they'll know right who's responsible. All of those lawmakers, all of those banksters, everybody. And this moment is coming. So this gets back to our LGBTQ nightmare and why this is happening. And it's important to understand what education is for us to appreciate what we're actually witnessing in our education systems and why they are working overtime right now in targeting the kids. Let me give you a little history here about the history of education. I just now realized that in all of my education preparation to become a teacher, we never learned about the history of education. 
I actually started researching the history of education when I was researching about unschooling. For those of you that don't know, my name is Angela. I am a former public school teacher turned unschooler, and I help families live and learn with faith and freedom. I started questioning what I was doing as a teacher by reading the book Dumbing Us Down by John Taylor Gatto. I love that book so much that I decided to read other books by him, and one of the books that he wrote is An Underground History of American Education. In fact, you can actually download a free PDF of this book. I read through that whole book and became absolutely convinced that if people knew the history of American education, we would not be doing what we're doing. Like, parents would shut the whole system down. So of course, when I was writing and publishing my own book about the American education system, called Tales of a Toxic Teacher Exposing the Cycles of Abuse Within Our Schools. You know where to find the link. I had to include one chapter about the history of American education because we can't fully understand the problems of a system until we understand the roots and the history behind that system. The system is indeed horrible. And I promise you it is worse than you could imagine. Here are some quotes from people who helped to set up our American education system. What is the purpose of industrial education? To fill the young of the species with knowledge and awaken their intelligence? Nothing could be further from the truth. The aim is simply to reduce as many individuals as possible to the same safe level, to breed and train a standardized citizenry, to put down dissent and originality. That is its aim in the United States, and that is its aim everywhere else. H.L. Mencken If the public schools can keep the children occupied throughout the day with sports after school and homework in the evening, the parents will have less than an hour a day with their children, and the families and Christian churches' influence over them could be broken in about a generation. John Dewey We who are engaged in the sacred cause of education are entitled to look upon all parents as having given hostages to our cause. Horace Mann Education should aim at destroying free will so that after pupils are thus schooled, they will be incapable throughout the rest of their lives of thinking or acting otherwise than as their schoolmasters would have wished. Johann Gottlieb Fiecht. Well, there you got some loving ideas about how American education was set up. And that's all the foundation of what the purpose of education is. So it should come as no surprise as we see this trans agenda being pushed on kids of what they're actually doing. This is at the center of the awakening. And the way to, to distract from and degrade the awakening is to get children thinking that they can choose their own gender. And in the process, groom them, get them on drugs so they become unstable. And that opens the door to demonic possession and MK Ultra training. It's all right there. And why would they be putting such an emphasis on this right now? Because the financial system is sliding out of control and the truth of who they are is becoming more and more in the present and in the public eye. We're learning more and more. We see that in the open as they desperately try to allow and recommend that all laws in the world against an adult child sexual relationships be suspended. That just came out of the UN backed by the who and backed by the world economic forum. These are pedophile predators that are controlling the world. And what has happened is in other countries like Russia, you don't want to be a pedophile. You don't want to be a a LGBTQ. You're just going to get pummeled. So they have ended up consolidating their army back within our borders. And folks, this is the truth here. The new brown shirts are the trans people. They're violent. 
They're unstable and they abuse people. And they've also got in a second rank these highly energized and pissed off black Americans. These are the waves of brown shirts that they have. The Antifa group has been somehow neutered. I don't know exactly how that happened, but they're nothing like they were. And BLM has been neutered to a large degree. But you notice that in these the states, they're, they're letting out pedophiles. California in particular has been flooding the streets with prison-locked, formerly prison-locked pedophiles who are now dumping them on the streets. This is their new shock troop because they know what's coming. As we get the reveal of truth about them, matched by one of the greatest awakening moments in the, in the history of the world will be the shock of the financial system and what a grift it's always been. And so with this comes a number of things, and hence the title of tonight's show. This is more important than ever when we start talking about county by county and getting your preparations at home. There cannot be a more urgent time than right now. And to build that community around you, which is very essential, Everything right now we are looking at, we are looking at a point of law not working. It's prejudiced. It is supporting the criminal while it compresses or represses the, the true freedom fighter or patriot of this country. But that time is going to get worse as we go forward. Here's what we're looking at. Right now, they're propping up everything they can. They're making the promises. of. If you noticed in California, they made the promises of anybody can get a house loan. Within about 12 days or hours, I mean, a very short amount of time, they ran out of money, and so they can't provide that. They've been, they've been promising reparations for the black community, which, of course, our welfare base, unfortunately, is all eager to buy, oh, I deserve $5 million. They're not going to get any of it. They're all going to get screwed. And what they're going to try to do is vector that into the white man. You watch, because that's going to happen. But the real home run is going to be for, for the whole awakening of the country is when the realization comes in that the whole banking system doesn't work anymore, that your money in the 401ks isn't there, your, your, your statements aren't, are, that show you money, you can't get to it, and that you have difficulty buying food. Those, that's when the rubber hits the road. And all of those people that have spent here worrying about their gender and worrying about being misgendered and worrying about whether they're going to whack their weenie off or not, all of those folks are going to have a brutal wake-up when they suddenly can't afford to eat. And this is coming. And they will become a violent roaming mass. Now, I can't tell you where you're at, but I would tell you what I feel, which is get out of the cities. Because this is going to get pretty ugly for a while. And you're going to start seeing that it isn't the fact that law enforcement can't enforce, but when bills don't get paid... And the money isn't there to prop things up anymore because we're way past this point. Here's another brutal reality. The Republicans have said that they will extend the debt ceiling to $1.5 trillion, but they're going to burn that out faster than you know. They say that'll take them till next year. It'll happen sooner than that, and this is why. In the best news of the day, the tax revenues have been lower than expected, which means they can't pay off the debt. We're going into the great default. And when this happens... This system's going to begin to melt down. Now, I want you to just do a quick mental calculation on all the things and services that we rely on that are supposed to be paid for by taxpayer dollars. Critical services like that are policing and fire. But what happens when the policing and fire don't get paid? Are you expecting them to come in and protect you for free? Because it's not going to happen. 
unless the communities come together and start protecting themselves. We're going to fall into what I believe will be a very rough period. I think there's a super glorious moment coming out of it, but it's going to be a very rough period, and it's going to be centered around counties because that's the one jurisdictional area where we can control. We can support police and we can support sheriff locally, whether it's by volunteer force, whether it's in various elements, because the counties will come together and ultimately make their stand. But as a federal type of funding and the sort of your, your EBT cards and your all of this other stuff, subsidized housing, you can expect to see a lot of that money evaporate. They're just not going to have it. And their armies, their shock troops are going to get more violent. That's why they have them out there. These pedophiles, these trans. And this is what I've talked about at length about your red lines. This is going to hit every community at some point. And it's the only way we will get through this because it's the only way we can get rid of it. So it's going to be a lot on us in preparations for what we do. And understanding that the world that we now live in this framework is already a facade. It's not what we think it is. And they know it. They know very well that this whole thing is just, it's a match strike away to becoming just an inferno of financial hell. And they're doing everything they can to keep everybody distracted. So you've got a little bit of the Hunter Biden laptop. You've got an investigation into Chinese police stations. You've got, you've got California making promises of reparation. You have literally a Democratic congressman, congresswoman today, threatening to put in the Talby, who is the Matt Talby, who has been doing the Twitter files. They've threatened to put him in jail. I mean, these people are desperate right now. They don't know what to do. They can't control it because nobody's listening. And defiance has become the rule of the uh, rule of the day, which is great. And pretty much a large an increasing percentage of the American public is giving on the big middle finger and said, we're not going to comply and we don't care. And that is, that's indicative of the tax revenues. Tax revenues are down. So they don't have the control that they did, and they don't have the ability to just keep printing money because at a certain point, that whole system, as much as they print it, just wears itself out, especially as the world is pivoting off of the dollar as the reserve currency. So we're arriving at a critical mass. When's it going to happen? I can't tell you. Some predictions are that we're within weeks. Other predictions are it's not going to happen until the fall. But either way, this is an important point in time to make sure that in your own preparations and your own place in your community that you have community, you've built your tribes. Know your neighbor. Know where your family is. Understand what's going to be required because it's going to change things. We are talking about having to look at life very differently, and we will get through this. There's no question about that, but we are going to get through it because we're going to go back to what made this country great, and it wasn't MAGA, and it wasn't 10 freedom cities. It was small communities coming together, small neighborhoods coming together, and defending themselves. So I truly believe that we're heading into an era that we could be, it will be a little bit of the wild, wild west for a while. And it will be necessary. And we will probably, in my opinion, we will grow as a nation greater than we've ever imagined because we will come to a place where we start to really value one another again. And all this time that this youth has had to waste his time, be brainwashed in the, in the universities, if there's one thing I hope, I hope every university in this nation goes bankrupt. 
And I hope it never gets resurrected again because they are just cesspools of communist thinking. And what we are dealing with here is an enemy that is a communist enemy. Its primary face is the Democrat Communist Party, also known as the Democrat pedophile, rapist, pervert Communist Party. But they have all sorts of allegiance with 40% or more of the Republican Party that find the diddling kids is their personal desire. These are sick people. And they have built an army of sick people out here. So this is time right now when we start talking about the principles of county by county. Those seven pillars are really a fundamental battle drill and focus in your strategies every day. Home churches, number one. Number two is homeschooling. Homeschooling is a big one, not just for yourself, but helping others get their kids out of these internment camps. I want to play a piece here. I played it earlier today, but it's important. This is a young student that has stood up against, this young lady is a Christian student who has stood up against the trans movement. She's taken a lot of risk to do this, and I'll talk more about this in just a second. Good evening. My name is Claire Mossman, and I'm a sophomore at Pleasant Valley High School. Last September, about four weeks into the school year, I was shocked and embarrassed to learn that I had been tricked into taking my clothes off while sharing a locker room with a male student. I was very upset and extremely confused. I didn't understand how my school could do this to me. I am a Christian girl, and I would never choose to take my clothes off in front of a boy. That boy is using my locker room at your invitation, and you didn't give, even give me a warning or an alternative option. All I got was forced compliance. It could be any male in that locker room watching us undress. It doesn't matter who the guy is. He does not belong in my locker room. Now, I have guys right next to me in the girls' bathroom. How could you ever believe that this is okay? This is, this is the girls' bathroom. I have been to a few of these meetings now, and it is apparent to me that you are not at all considering how it affects everyone involved. My dad called the school this week to complain about my experience with boys in my bathroom. He talked to a vice principal about it, so later that day she called me into the office and in so many words I was told that if being compromised and violated was a problem for me, that I could walk clear across campus to the single-use bathroom up front. Otherwise, too bad, it wasn't my problem, it's the law. What about all the other girls in the same situation as me? Are we all going to walk to the front of the school being late for class, risking being, getting in trouble just to be able to feel safe and honor our values when there's a bathroom right down the hall? You continue to say that you are here to serve the students and families in this district. However, it seems that that only applies to a select group of people. You have violated my privacy, you have violated my modesty, and you have violated my dignity. To other parents and adults in this room, please, we need your help. It is not just me. I have had countless other girls, and guys as well, come to me with their feelings and concerns about being violated the way we are. The entire student body is under assault, and the school board and administration are the ones assaulting us. Thank you. Man, that's a courageous young lady, and I'm going to tell you why, because there wasn't a word said in that crowd. These parents, I, I don't know what's happened to America. And this is why, ultimately, there's going to have to be an in-your-face moment of what we're really dealing with here. But we have become a spineless, feckless nation. She got a little bit of clap, something like this. That's the extent of what she gets at the end of that. 
here's the reality. She's now spoken up by name against the trans brown shirts, and she's now going to be exposed to violence and counterviolence or reprisal against her for speaking out against their perverted ways. I don't know what's happened to families that think this is okay. I don't know about families that think it's okay to have your kid take a shit in a litter box. I don't know what the problem with these people is. But that's not human. It's not normal. And we can talk about the spiritual side of this and say, yeah, there's demonic issues, but there's also just sucky parenting. And the schools that think that this is okay because they want to claim that it's the law, it's not going to make a bit of difference when this thing unravels. And people are getting there very quickly. People are getting fed up with the violence that is continuing on. People are getting fed up with the ignoring their demands that this be changed. And when this game really changes is when the financial subsidy, which is keeping these teachers and administrators in place, suddenly vanishes. And then they're going to discover that, oops, I can't buy food. I'm going to have to rely on my neighbor. Yeah, I'm the same one that was trying to have your kid uh, have to share a bathroom with a boy. And I, now I need, I need your help with a garden. I don't know how I'm going to answer that one. I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't know right now that I have the heart to be kind there. I will work my tail off for any child that has been abused. I will work my tail off for any anybody, liberal or, conserv- liberal or conservative, that is just trying to get by on the right basis of understanding that we still are man and woman. When I start dealing with these communists... They've tried to subvert this nation. It's, I maybe I'll talk to them when they're at the point of death and they're groveling in their last breath. And maybe then we'll have a conversation about coming to Jesus. But here, let's keep this in mind because I, I think it's important to put this in context for those that might struggle with this. Because I can hear already things like, oh, Scott, oh, Bards, you got to have a, a heart of Christ. Okay, sure. We have sent countless soldiers across the seas to kill people like this. And we've had no problem giving them permanent di- dirt naps for causes that we claim were for liberty and for freedom. So if there is a moral conflict that people are having, with the fact that we are now invaded and occupied by the same dirt bags that we were giving dirt naps to across the seas? Well, I don't have a conflict, just so we're clear. These people are out of control. And the fact of the matter is, they are sick and they're going after the children. So if someone wants to get onto a moral high horse and say, well, yeah, but we were the bully around the world, tone it, because that problem is now here, and your kids are the target. And what's coming here is these things, as this unravels, we're going to have some real challenges in our moral place in this nation. These people have done everything they can to destroy this nation from within, and they've targeted children and elderly. I don't have a lot of heart for that. None. 
And when you really get to the heart of a warrior, they understand that there's certain things you protect at any cost. So where we're coming back to now is we talk about this county by county and the principles of what we're trying to do. We're trying to build the strength within the home and in the community. Home churches, homeschooling, Patriot Gardens, growing our own food, right work, trying to get skills and talents in place so that you're not relying on a corporate job or a government salary. Health and wellness, to take responsibility for your health and wellness, build up the skills so you don't, you're not relying on the corporate medical tyranny and that system, which is going to be luring you in all the time. Informed action, to be building knowledge libraries out of paper, paper books in your home, to be built, be in, enriching your skills and your knowledge and also your knowledge about your community and your county and stewardship and conservation, which is literally to get and use what we have better. All of these things are going to take on a completely different lens when the system of money and the worship of Babylon starts to fall. And that's where we are right now. We're at a very critical time. And those that are not listening are going to try to take advantage of those that have been preparing. And as communities, we're going to have to stand up and protect and defend what we have in our neighborhoods and so forth. That has to happen. Because even if things stay status quo, you're already seeing the spillover of violence. And you're already seeing how it's already taxing the police. And we already know that the police aren't able to do their job effectively anyway, thanks to the restrictions being placed on these liberal politics across this country. Defunding the police, trying to take away their ability to carry weapons, trying to take away our Second Amendment rights, and trying to knuckle down and, and pin down on our First Amendment rights. They're doing this for a reason. And it's not one party. It's the uniparty. Because they all know at the end of the day, they've had their hand in the cookie jar and they've been stealing your stuff. And worse, they've been empowering a pedophile class. This time is coming in this nation that we're going to have to come face to face with this sort of reality. No one's going to be able to escape it. And ultimately, it's going to freak a lot of people out, and there's going to be a lot of people caught short. They haven't prepared. They haven't listened. They've dreamed about everything being status quo and normal. But it's not. And it's far from that. And it's going to be those that are level and rock solid on the rock of faith and understanding the balance of the duality that exists within the garden, Peter and the sword of steel and Jesus and the sword of the Spirit. And you're going to have to balance that out in your life, whatever that means for you. Some will find it easy to balance. Others will struggle with it. But at the time when things get thrown down, it's right before you. Remember, God did not ask you to be a doormat or a cockroach for somebody to step on. That was not his expectation or his command. This reality is coming at us right now. And it is about mental preparedness as much as physical preparedness. It is understanding what you are able to do and what you're going to have to face. But we are dealing with an evil, evil enemy that is getting cornered more and more. And a cornered animal is a dangerous animal. And they're showing their true colors right now. You've seen what's happened in Chicago with the black youth. You're seeing what's happened just recently in a store in New York. And this is insane. I've seen the video footage. A trans whatever, it was, it was a man, now is a woman in a skirt, walks into the, into the convenience store with an ax in his hand, 
and then just out of the blue bashes a guy in the face and bashes another guy in the face and walks out like no big deal. These people are mentally unstable and they've been released into the public for that reason, to sow fear and to try to keep people divided. They are the brown shirts of the Nazi regime. They just are wearing skirts and stockings instead. And unfortunately for those out there that feel that they are legitimately trans and they're they're supposed to be not peace, they're supposed to be peaceful. They're not in their heart. They're screwed up. They're massively screwed up. They become dependent on drugs for the rest of their life that are changing them and their personalities and creating unstable people, easily programmed. Then we have the whole levels of homelessness, which have been intentionally built up in these communities so that they become potential violent people when they can't get fed. All of this is by design. And the policies being put in place by the liberal governments across this nation are to create an increasing burden on the social structure so that the, the communities are so focused internally they can't fix the problems externally. And people are afraid. Simple answer is don't be afraid. But be prepared to take a stand. Because it's going to come to where we as communities are going to have to sew together. And we're going to have to work together in ways we may not have imagined. But when the money starts to dry up because they can't print enough, a lot of things are going to change very quickly. Is there a point where of no return on this? We're already there. But the only reason, again, that they're able to keep propping this up is they've got enough Band-Aids and enough rubber tire patch to keep putting on this deflated balloon to keep it going just a little bit farther until they can hopefully get the next system in place. But it's hinging on a thread right now. And the biggest thing that's happening, hence the entrance of Apple, is that they were losing, people are losing confidence in the dollar. So, wise decision is to keep focused, keep preparing. And above all, understand who your enemy is. We are dealing with communist, fascist tyrants. They've, they don't wear a uniform. Well, I guess unless you're a trans male, then you wear a mini skirt and a, and a set of stockings. But they don't wear a typical uniform. And because of that, we're going to be challenged. But you're only challenged if you don't know your environment. Situational awareness is critical right now. Understanding who your neighbors are, knowing who your neighbors are, understanding what their needs are. Not everybody's going to be awake. I get it. But our job increases in magnitude each day in terms of being that stalwart position where we can give guidance, we can give counsel, we can provide prayer and we can stand strong. And where needed, we can help the other people stand up. But each person in the end of the day has to be able to carry themselves. If you're in a position right now where you cannot carry yourself, hurry it up because time is ticking. And that's a critical moment right there, a realization that we don't have a lot of time in this thing. I don't know whether that time is months, weeks, or years, but nonetheless, this system is dialing down. And you need to build a community around you that you can rely on and an understanding of what you're doing, and you need to be able to sustain yourself. It's that simple. And that, to me, is truly how we're supposed to be as Christians in this world. Because the, the world out here of handouts, the world out here of welfare, is the one that they've lured and used to pull people away from God to provide the replacement, which is the state. The state's not supposed to be in that role. So there's a lot ahead. 
frankly, I think it's going to be target rich. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Other than stay strong at home, keep your focus and understand that we're coming to a very real moment here in America where Americans are going to have to stand with Americans and those that are not are going to be identified very quickly. And how that's handled will be up to each group and each community. But these people have no interest in helping you. This group of people has only one interest, and that's to satisfy themselves. And we will not survive as a nation with that type of thinking. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled and blessed as we are here tonight to assemble, to pray, to reflect, and to understand that at this moment in time, we're at a very critical juncture, that rapidly things are falling apart greater than we can imagine and greater than they're admitting, that we're on a critical edge right now of seeing a total collapse of the financial system. Father, we do pray for the many that are out here still walking in the darkness. We pray that they'll have moments of awakening and very rapid awakening over these coming weeks ahead that the opportunities that we have before us can be put there, that we can encounter them and they, we can speak from the heart and that they can hear us. But in this moment in time as well, Father, we pray for the remnant. We pray for Bard's nation, that the view now is to build the connections within our community and outside of our community that will become solid and strong and know who we can rely on, that we can continue to fortify our stocks and our needs so that we're not caught short. And as we move forward then to be able to use what we have to help others stand up as the community itself stands up together. Some difficult paths ahead, Father. We're going to need your guidance, and we pray for that guidance and clarity. We're going to be faced with some challenges of people who are consumed with self. And this will put us in conflict of both what we need for the community to survive versus what they need to survive. And too often... It's going to require us to make decisions that we don't like to make. So the guidance now, Father, is our prayer. Guidance and clarity. And if we're blessed that this whole thing blows over with no event, then we'll celebrate. But hope is not a dream and hope is not a, hope is not a plan. And hope right now has to be centered on strategies, tactics, on the ground, real issues. So we pray for that continued focus on the discipline of tangible outcomes, tangible solutions to challenging problems ahead. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We would all like to hope for a quick and easy resolve to this nonsense. And I'll take it if it comes, as long as it's truly based in Christ. But I'm not going to take it if it comes in the form of an NFT like Trump's putting out there or whatever else. Right now, we have to keep our focus truly on the foundations of our faith in a very complicated time and understand that there's going to be some real challenges ahead as we move through this. But we need to continue to keep that solidness on the ground, our eyes forward, and understand that politics is not going to solve this not at the national level, but communities and strengthen communities and what we do to transform our communities back to constitutional counties will. There's over 3,300 some odd counties in the United States. At the end of the day, 
Those counties are the foundation of resetting this nation. And regardless of where your sheriff is, still get to know him. He may or may not last, he or she. But it will be an important point for them to understand that the community expects a constitutional sheriff, not a hand puppet of the deep state. And sometimes these sheriffs, even though they're constitutional, don't have a full optic on what's coming. I would say arguably most sheriffs aren't able to see, for example, that the trans agenda is really more about pedophilia and artificial intelligence. Any of that sort of knowledge that you can legitimately express to them and get them to be awake will be important because as things unravel, they'll be able to reflect back on what was shared and understand that they have to make different types of decisions. The most important thing is our sheriffs and our county leadership needs to know that there's groups of people that they can rely on they will stand strong with them when they have to make hard decisions. And if we don't solve that problem, then we're going to end up in quite a mess. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here on, in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, remember that tonight there is no Fishers of Men live because of the update on Podbean. So I will see you again tomorrow for Bended Knee. There will be a Fishers Up later tonight. Until then or until the next time, God bless, good night, thank you, and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 